When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In today's show, we'll be discussing crypto liquidations hitting 291 million as Bitcoin shows extreme volatility. Also breaking news just in, Do Kwan reportedly has been arrested. I'll be breaking down the latest with this and quitting Balaji. They will eventually try to seize Bitcoin, eventually, maybe soon. So buy uh, Bitcoin and get your coins off the exchanges and get to a Bitcoin-friendly jurisdiction. States like Florida and Texas in the United States or El Salvador and the UAE if you're abroad. Also in today's show, more breaking news. Coinbase CEO on its Wells notice says that the SEC is like a soccer referee in a game of pickleball. We'll also be discussing SEC files a new lawsuit against Tron's Justin Sun, as well as celebrities such as Jake Paul over crypto securities offering. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin currently witnessing its best marketing campaign ever, according to Invest Answers. I'll be breaking down why, as well as popular crypto analysts says the Bitcoin surge to 40,000 to happen a lot quicker and issues a warning to the altcoins. Also want to throw in there that Litecoin is up 15% for the day. Like, whoa. Also in today's show, we'll be discussing Arthur Hayes, the ex-Bitmex founder, says the Bitcoin can shatter $1 million per coin on a vicious cycle of Fed money printing. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone just tuning in. This is podcast episode number 1229. I'm your host, JV, and today is March 23rd, 2023. And the markets are pumping, which you can see here on your screen, finally back in the green. Bitcoin trading around 28600 at the time of this recording. We have Ether up 2.5%, trading back above $1,800. Binance Coin up about three quarters of a percent, trading at $324, with the biggest gainer in the top cryptos being Litecoin up approximately 15%, trading above $91.57. And checking out uh, CryptoMarketCap.com. We can see the current crypto market cap sitting just shy of 1.2 trillion and on the rise with about 70 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with Bitcoin dominance at 46.3% and the Ether dominance at 18.8%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. Just give the screen here a second to reflect 
<laughs> the update. Here we go. As you can see, we have Litecoin leading the pack up almost 15%, followed by Mask up 13%, followed by Dash up over 10%, trading at $62.69. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, it's Mask, Dash, Litecoin, Hex, and XRD. And the biggest loser being ARB down a whopping 75%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we're currently rated a 57 in Greed. Yesterday was a 62, last week a 52 neutral, and last month a 60 in greed. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto? I'll let your boy in the live chat. And at the end of the show, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud, giving everyone the opportunity to get their opinions and comments heard. You heard? Now let's dive into today's uh, Bitcoin technical analysis, which you can see here in your screen. According to data from CoinGlass, the crypto sector has seen a large-scale liquidation event in the past day. A liquidation occurs when a derivative exchange has to forcefully close a contract on the futures market because of the hodlers have accumulated losses that have eaten away a specific percentage of their initial collateral. Now, in the crypto market, mass liquidation events where a large number of traders get their contracts closed at once aren't an uncommon sight. There are main two reasons behind this. First and foremost, most of the coins in the sector have generally high volatility, meaning that their prices can sometimes swing by large percentages in a very short period of time. And naturally, this unpredictability can make futures trading a lot harder. And the second factor at play is leverage. Leverage is the loan amount that investors can choose to take against their initial collateral. And it is often several times the collateral itself. In the crypto market, leverage amounts as high as 50x or even 100x on some exchanges, which can be very easily accessible and also very simple to get liquidated. Now, while leverage means that any profits incurred by more than the same magnitude as the leverage, but it also implies that losses are now multitudes more as well. And thus, traders then opt for a very high leverage account, which can be quite the risk of getting liquidated given how volatile the market is. Now, here is the data for the futures liquidations that took place in the crypto sector just in the past 24 hours. As you can see here, the crypto market has observed a relatively high amount of liquidations in the last day. The reason behind this is the volatility that Bitcoin and other coins experienced after the Fed rate announcement just yesterday. So as you can see, in the last 24 hours alone, $291 million worth of Crypto futures positions were liquidated, 132 million of which were involved in Bitcoin futures contracts. And in total, almost 68,000 traders were liquidated in the mass leverage flush, literally flushed just like that. And about 67 million of these liquidations came in the past 12 hours, meaning that the preceding half day period saw the vast majority of total liquidations. And as this adds up, as the most of the volatility and the prices of Bitcoin and others were observed in a 12 hour period. Now let's discuss 71% of the total contracts were liquidated in the past day, which belong to long traders. Do note that, which again makes sense in a net decline in the, with the market took place again, uh, FOMC meeting was yesterday with Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, and we always expect extreme volatility. So naturally, when we corrected back down to close that CME futures gap at the 27,200 mark, it was inevitable, but we climbed and bounced right back up. Not too shabby. And as you can see, Bitcoin is currently looking pretty strong on the charts, which is definitely a good indicator. And this was breaking news I just saw before I went live. Do Kwan has finally reportedly been arrested in Podgorcia, Montenegro. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but I'm going to read the report here. The police have detained a person suspected of being one of the most wanted fugitives, South Korean citizen Do Kwan, co-founder and CEO of Singapore-based Terraform Labs. The former crypto king who has 
behind losses of more than $40 billion, was detained at the airport with falsified documents in South Korea and the USA and Singapore and are demanding the same. So there you have it. Do you think he will get away with this? Or do you think now that he has finally been arrested? Because keep in mind, he's been on the run for over a year. In fact, he wrote this on September 17, 2022. I am not on the run or anything similar. For any government agency that has shown interest to communicate, we're in full cooperation and we don't have anything to hide. We're in the process of defending ourselves in multiple jurisdictions and we have held ourselves to an extremely high bar of integrity and look forward to clarifying the truth over the next few months. Cheers. So there you have it, first and foremost. And quoting Balaji, who is the former Coinbase chief technology officer regarding Bitcoin. He responding to Dylan LeClaire, the on-chain analyst who wrote, they're going to attempt to limit and block the exit ramps to Bitcoin exchanges as the banking systems gets run. It started and he's ultimately chimed in. They will eventually try to seize your Bitcoin. Eventually, maybe soon. So buy Bitcoin and get your coins off the exchanges and get to a Bitcoin-friendly jurisdiction, states like Florida and Texas in the US or El Salvador in the UAE. If you're abroad, sage advice, always good advice to take your Bitcoin off the exchanges and a reminder, not your keys, not your cheese, dog. And with that being shared, now let's discuss the latest as the SEC filed a Wells notice to Coinbase regarding their staking program. And uh, yeah, here's the story. Check it out. Brian Armstrong, the co-founder and CEO of crypto exchange Coinbase, compared the US SEC to soccer refs in a game of pickleball, criticizing US regulators for not being able to agree on the rules of this new game. That's right. The comments came after Armstrong revealed that his firm had been issued a Wells notice on March 22nd, just yesterday, which he said typically precedes an enforcement action. The Coinbase CEO has been critical of U.S. regulators seeming to lack of clarity around the crypto regulation. There has also been ongoing debate on who should be the primary body regulating the crypto and asked to explain the most recent development in NFL terms. Here's what he shared. Imagine you've got the football and soccer refs on the field, but we're actually playing pickle ball. The refs can't really agree on the rules of this new game, and one of them decided to change a call they made back in April of 2021. Great analogy, right? The reference to a call they made back in April of 2021 is referring to the SEC's approval of Coinbase's application to go public. Armstrong argued that its filings clearly explained its asset listing process and included 57 references to staking. Now, in a separate tweet, Coinbase chief legal officer Paul Grewal claimed, it sounds like Paul Wall, the SEC provided no clear rulebook on crypto regulations and that efforts to engage with the SEC are met with silence or enforcement actions. Now, both executives appear to welcome the chance to use the legal process to provide the crypto industry with regulatory clarity. Quoting him here, we're proud to stand up for our customers and the industry in these moments, said Armstrong. And going forward, the legal process will provide an open and public forum before an unbiased body where we'll be able to make clear of all that we see that the SEC imply has been not fair. Uh, reasonable or even demonstrated a serious purpose when it comes to the engagement on digital assets. While other firms like Kraken reached a settlement with the SEC that required it to stop offering staking services to U.S. customers, Armstrong repeatedly asserted that Coinbase's staking services are not securities and that the firm would be happy to defend this position in court if required. Now, the crypto community has widely condemned the recent notice, with many agreeing that the SEC had reversed its earlier position regarding Coinbase as John Deaton shares here, quoting Mike Dudas, SEC in April of 2021, go right ahead and issue 
issue stock to the American public Coinbase. We approve of coins, business lines, and disclosures. Now the SEC, a couple years later, March of 2023, we're suing you, Coinbase, for the exact business lines and disclosures we approved prior to your listing of U.S. shares. It makes an excellent point. Now many have also thrown their support behind Coinbase, seeming to agree that Coinbase would be fighting on behalf of the entire U.S. crypto industry as an unclear regulatory environment drives activity off Sure. So there you have it. Do you think Coinbase stands a chance with this filing versus the SEC to defend themselves? How do you think this will end? More than likely with a huge judgment of paying hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, look what they did to Kraken with their staking program. They fined them $30 million. And it was a very similar situation where they've been doing business together for years and having ongoing meetings. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, without any, ins- uh, you know, um, telegraphing at all. They just come out and launch charges against them to shake them down. And now it looks like the SEC is also shaking down additional investors, including Justin Sun of Tron and people who have promoted that crypto, which is our next uh, story of the day. So now let's discuss SEC versus uh, Tron. Here we go. The United States SEC has called for a jury trial against Tron founder Justin Sun for his orchestration of an unregistered offer and sale, manipulative trading, and unlawful touting of crypto asset securities in a March 22nd filing in the U.S. District Court of the Southern District in New York. The SEC named Sun, the Tron, uh, Tron Foundation, and BitTorrent Foundation, and Rainberry over the offer and sale of Tron and BitTorrent, alleging the tokens were securities. The financial regulator further alleged Sun engaged in manipulative wash trading, driving uh, the public interest in the two tokens by enlisting the help of celebrities. And amongst the celebrities promoting TRX and BTT were American rapper DeAndre Cortez Way, also known as Soldier Boy, Austin Mahone, actress Lindsay Lohan, and YouTuber and boxer Jake Paul, and singer Alian Thiam, also known as Akon. Akon was also behind projects to create a crypto city in Senegal and Uganda. And quoting it here, although the celebrities were paid to promote TRX and BTT, their touts on social media did not disclose that they had been paid for the amounts of or yeah, for their payments, said the SEC complaint. Thus, the public was misled into believing that these celebrities had unbiased interest in TRX and BTT and were not merely paid spokespersons. And according to the SEC, Sun's actions in the offer of the sale of TRX and BTT violates aspects of the Securities Act. The regulator alleged that the Tron founder was responsible for more than 600,000 wash trades from TRX back from April of 2018 to February of 2019, which led to Sun selling more than $31 million worth of the token, quoting them again, while we're neutral about the technologies at issue, we are anything but neutral when it comes to investor protection, said the SEC enforcement director. As alleged in the complaint, Sun and others used an age-old playbook to mislead and harm investors by first offering securities without complying with registration and disclosure requirements and then manipulating the market for those very securities. With the exception of Mahone and Soldier Boy, the other celebrities named in the case have settled with the SEC, agreeing to pay more than $400,000 in disgorgement, interest, and penalties. The U.S. regulator said it planned to permanently prohibit Sun from acting as an officer or director of any firm offering crypto securities. Also keep in mind, in October of 2022, the SEC announced it had reached a $1.2 million settlement with Kim Kardashian for touting Ethereum Max tokens on our social media account following a similar settlement with former NBA player Paul Pierce in February. SEC Chairman Gary Gensler warned celebrities not to lie 
lie to investors when you tout a security. All I know is this. The SEC does not care about protecting investors. All they can uh, care about is aligning their pockets with evil agendas and overreaching in the crypto industry. That's just my two Satoshis, but let me know how you feel about this in the comments right down below. And how do you think this will likely play out for Justin Sun and Tron? Could Tron be the next XRP, an unlawful lawsuit that goes on and dragged on for years upon years, suppressing the price action? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below, and I'll be reading those comments out loud here in a little bit. Now let's discuss our next story of the day, uh, coming from Invest Answers, ultimately saying that Bitcoin is currently witnessing its best market camp campaign of all time. That's right. In a new interview with David Lin, the anonymous host of Invest Answers, says Bitcoin is currently witnessing its best marketing campaign ever. According to the analyst, the ongoing banking crisis has led to the increased adoption of Bitcoin as people seek safe havens. During this last crisis of the last 10 days, we had the most rapid acceleration of new Bitcoin wallets we've ever seen. And of course, Bitcoin has gone up 70% in the past 90 days. Extraordinary movement for an asset like that. Preach. And the question the people face, like you mentioned, it's a brilliant question. What do you do? Okay. I can't trust the banks. I can't trust the treasuries because the US government is printing money like crazy. So it's going to debase like crazy. Yeah, I might get three and a half to four percent, but the purchasing power is falling by 14% in real terms. What am I going to do? Do I put it in the stock market? Well, everybody says we're going into a recession. So the stock market is going to crash. That doesn't sound good. Where do I find a hard asset? We saw gold spike to above $2,000 for a few hours. And that's an example of exactly what people are seeking out. They want to find that hard, safe uh, harbor for assets where they can deploy cash. And that's why we're seeing Bitcoin as a new asset class. It is probably witnessing its best marketing campaign ever. And it was built during the last financial crisis. It's designed for financial crisis. And that's why it's doing so well. I think a lot of the people are saying, okay, you know, even though I may not trust Bitcoin, I better have two to 5% of my cash in it just in case, just in case everything else goes to hell. And on Bitcoin's adoption rate, the host of Invest Answers says that only a tiny percentage of the global population has embraced the king crypto. Quoting him again, in terms of a store of value, I look at something that is not very well adopted and at the same time has a lot of value and is extremely hard. In example, there can't be more of it printed that is Bitcoin. You know, 2.5% of the world has adopted it, but 97.5% of the world hate it. And they hate it because they don't have it. And they hate it with a vengeance. But after what's just happened right now in the banking crisis we have had, it really speaks to the narrative of that. So there you have it. And to watch this video, he did uh, invest answers entitled Financial Armageddon after this week. Check the show notes below the video in the description. And now let's discuss our next breaking story of the day. And that's Bitcoin surging right on up to 40000 and then we'll be discussing this $1 million Bitcoin price prediction as per the ex-BitMex co-founder, Arthur Hayes. So starting with this 40,000 prediction, synonymous analyst Calio tells his half a million Twitter followers the Bitcoin's rally is the key psychological level of 40,000, which will be swift. The move from 30 to 40,000 BTC is going to happen a lot quicker than most people think. Plenty of people who want to be bulls but are waiting for a dip will be left watching from the sidelines. Touche. He also previously set a target of 40,000 for the King Crypto, saying severally that the key psychological level is a magnet 
damn right. This is your daily reminder that 40,000 is a magnet. Do you believe me yet? Let's go. And turning to the altcoins, Calio says that a short-lived altcoin rally could happen once Bitcoin dominance temporarily retraces on its way to rising above 52%, quoting him again. If we are going to see any type of mini altcoin season this run, it probably happens here between the Bitcoin dominance level of 47 and 52%. Bitcoin dominance is testing the upper resistance of the channel. It's been chopping in the past two years. A slight pullback from here resulting in a little alt rally across the board makes sense. And according to Calio, altcoins will, however, fall in value relative to the Bitcoin price as uh, it renews its bullish momentum, quoting him again, to clarify, I am still extremely bullish on Bitcoin versus altcoins on most timeframes. If anything, I see the mini altcoin rally as an opportunity for those of you who are overweight altcoins to rebalance your portfolio and rotate some of those profits back into BTC. And as you can see, we're currently above 27.7. Let's go. Let's pump to 20. Let's keep going. 29. Let's bring it. Bitcoin is currently has a strong bullish momentum. We're in a slight pause prior to the massive next leg up flying straight past 30,000. Now sub 30,000 is realistically your window to take advantage of this move for altcoins. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with crypto Calio as we continue this pump. And now let's dive into our final story of the day, which is this $1 million Bitcoin price prediction. The BitMEX founder and veteran Crypto Hayes has Bitcoin's path to 1 million price tag on the back of the Federal Reserve's new bank funding program, better known as FTFP. The BTFP offers loans of up to one year to banks, savings associations, credit unions, and other eligible depository institutions, pledging U.S. treasuries, agency debt and mortgage-backed securities, and other qualifying assets as collateral. In a new interview with the Bankless podcast, Hayes says that the new program can cause a merry-go-round of U.S. banks receiving endless amounts of money from the government in exchange for holding it's bonds. Quoting them here, it will be profitable for the banks to have deposit base, but every single issuance they can of U.S. government debt, and if they ever need to give their depositors back the money, they give their debt to the Fed. The Fed gives them dollars. So we go on this little merry-go-round, and the U.S. government gets to stuff bonds down the throats of the banks, and everybody's happy. And that's what I think the real end game is, and that's how you get to Bitcoin at a million dollars per coin, because that is yield curve control. That is the central bank cashing the checks of the government a few steps removed, but it is the same freaking thing. And that is where I think this program is beautiful, beautifully sinister, but beautiful in some respect and how it accomplishes this goal. People aren't going to think about it until it exists. And obviously they'll say, oh, well, next year, end of next year, there's no way it'll end this year. But recently, former Coinbase executive Balaji made a bet, which I have covered very thoroughly here on the show, that Bitcoin will hit a million dollars per coin within the next 90 days, the end date being June 17th because of sudden hyperinflation. And while Hayes doesn't think that uh, he will win this bet. He does see the scenario playing out over a longer time frame, quoting him again. So that's the $1 million Bitcoin, but that doesn't happen immediately. It's a path there. I think it is not entirely straightforward, but that's where I see it going. And I think Bitcoin eventually will discount that future. It is not going to happen before June to help Balaji out, but I think it will happen as we start seeing the slow motion evolution of everybody getting a bailout and the guarantee expanding and expanding and expanding. So there you have it. And to watch this video, Crypto Hayes did entitled Fiat to Zero. Check the show notes below the video in the description. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.